Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on eJazz Radio. Guys, welcome to the Extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme and on the show today we are talking to uh, a German singer and producer, okay? She produces her music and writes her music. Her name is uh, Leona Berlin and uh, we had a single that we premiered on, uh, on one of the eJazz mixes and uh, also on the extreme hit and that was uh, the song with uh, Snoop Dogg that we played uh, that's what we premiered uh, the other week and we also played it this week actually and that is a uh, wrong lane so she's on the show right now so welcome to the show Leona thank you so much for having me I'm really glad to be here yeah good to talk to you today how is uh, Bal- are you in Berlin right now I'm in Berlin yeah yeah how is Berlin yeah. it's great it's it's getting really cold right now yeah it feels like like winter's coming really close like too close <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, close to 4 p.m. in the afternoon and it's a cloudy day. Yeah, yeah that, that's the situation in Berlin right now. Yeah, I see you, I see you dressed up for, for winter, so that, the dress code already saved it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, welcome to the show. It's your, uh, so it's your first time on the show, and uh, we got introduced to you by a song with uh, the legend uh, Snoop Dogg. But let's get a little bit first about you know yourself, how you got started. You know, you sing and produce your own music. I want to know how did music get started for you? Did you come from like a musical family? Did you go to school for music? How was? What is your story? My story is I grew up in a in a musical family, so nobody does this for a profession. But um, but we. We did a lot of music inside the family okay. at events and birthday parties and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, and I also was at a school. I went to a school where music was really important. So we sang a lot together, did a lot of music, and I was introduced to music. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, through different people. Um, and they introduced me to too many different artists like Aretha Franklin, James Brown, that was my, that were my first influences. And I was like, music was always my, um, my hideaway kind of. Mm-hmm. When I wanted to be on my own, like have my own space, I would like turn the music on, just be in the room alone and listen to the music and sing along. Um, yeah, and then I was more like into, I, I, I draw, um, what's the word? Influence. I did drawings and stuff. Oh. Like I worked with, with the hands, art, art stuff. Oh yeah. First, um, but and and I was I was thinking I'm going to do that later as a profession. Oh. But then like like a switch turned uh, turned around. I I found out like music is my hundred percent. I have to do I have to do music. That's what that's what I have to do. Kind of. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I I talked to a lot of people and and so on. And I finally I ended up studying music, um, jazz, and popular uh, vocals actually and uh, yeah since since that i got introduced to even more musicians and more music that i hadn't known before and i listened to a lot of erica badu and d'angelo jay dilla and all the good old hip-hop stuff hold on hold on uh, you, you say the you said someone that i haven't had people talk about on the show you know uh, Okay, yeah. Some only one person has talked about him. Talked about Jay Dilla. For the people listening in, some of them that don't understand because you know he he later was taken away from us. You know, ah uh, yeah. They sh- how, how how what can you tell them about how influential and how much of a great producer he was? Not only to hip hop, even when with stuff he did with Erica Badu and all that. Jay Dilla. I mean, he's he was he's a legend. He he will always be a legend. Yeah. Actually, because I, I don't know how to explain this. I'm really um, fascinated by him because he has, you know, he had such a good ear. He knew exactly when to put which sound on the beat and like what the what the song needed at a specific moment in the song. Yeah. 
and he just he just had an intuition on how how the song should sound actually and that's so like this intuition was so deep and so um yeah i don't know so fascinating that that he stood out even up like and he, he will always stand out even now he's But, yeah yeah exactly he's still yeah and it, yeah he's still standing out because uh, he changed the hip hop actually yeah. I mean, he changed the whole music culture by his way of listening to music and producing music because he was just, he had just another way of listening to music and um, his style was uh, really weird for people in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I've, I've heard um, about people that, that couldn't really get what he was doing back then. And then later everybody realized, wow, this is really cool. But first he was, um, he was, yeah, some people didn't understand him. And that's what I find really fascinating as well, because I always find people fascinating who do something mm. that, that is like, uh, you know, weird or unknown in the beginning. And then people realize, wow, this is really something. Yeah. You know, that's inspiring to me. And, and, that, and that's a good thing to start with, you know, especially like now talking to you and uh, when you produce and write your music and you mm -hmm. want to bring something uh the people with all these influences so how how much important is this to you that uh, people understand what you're trying to give them and how much uh, how, how much passionate you are in the work you do to make sure that you deliver a product to them wow that's a really deep question actually um these are actually two questions I'm, i'll answer them like one after another the first question to me was like how important is it to me to get my message across yes And this is, um, it's really important to me to, to, you know, the song is only finished to me when I think my message is, um, can be heard if people listen to it. But I always know that uh, people listen really differently to music. Some people actually don't listen to the lyrics at all. Yeah. And some people like just listen to the lyrics and don't listen to the music very much. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just, um, I'll... To me, it's important to get my message across, but in the end, what everybody gets out of it, I can't control and I don't actually care because everybody like gets gets something out of it if he likes he or she likes likes the music or the lyrics. Yeah. Um, but the interpret interpretation will always be really different. Yeah, it's subjective. Yeah, totally. And I want to leave that space for people to to interpret and to get something out that they find like valuable so yeah i try to leave a little bit of interpretation room sometimes in the lyrics i think that's good so i can't it creates a discussion yeah 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 it allows people even more to to have a subjective experience yeah you know if the lyrics are not that clear sometimes yeah. and then the second question is um how how passionate am i in terms of the production right yeah um yeah i'm obsessed sometimes <laughs> i'm really passionate you know i'm almost i'm almost perfectionistic sometimes in a good way sometimes even in a bad way because um uh, i would say i would say in the in the past it was sometimes in a bad way because it would take me really long to finish a song yeah and now um i've i've learned to cope with that a little bit more a little bit better And um, it's just like, I know where, when this point is there where the song is finished. And it's like, I could like, you know, I could 
work on it forever and change little things forever. But um, but nowadays I know, okay, now the song's finished and um, it should sound exactly as it sounds right now. But how long that takes is really, it's really different how long that takes because, you know, it almost feels like the song is telling me what to do and some songs take really long until they're finished and some songs are really fast. So, yeah. And, and uh, how quick were you at adapting to collaborating with others, you know, especially now that you are close to, you know, being a perfectionist and you want things to sound a certain way because you're involved in the production. You tell me how, mm-hmm. how quickly you adapted, you know, to collaborating with people, even with such people like uh, uh, Ray Angry from The Roots or uh, Cassie Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you work with someone from Robert Glasper's experiment. Oh, that's, you know, that's... Yeah, a- two guys, like Cassie Benjamin. And um, and Bernice L. Travis. That's another. That's another person that is different. You know, working with this with these two guys from the Robert Glasper's experiment. Robert Glasper mm-hmm. is another person that is different and is in his own land over there. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, it's another, it's another like world of musicians that that is really inspiring to me. And it's you know, it's actually the same world as the whole Jay Dilla world, and it's, it's it's all one world in my experience because the you know the the approach to doing music is equally deep that's that's what they all have in common in my opinion yeah it was um it was really interesting to work with ray and bernice and um casey benjamin um it was interesting to see how they approach like recording or producing um i I would say I'm really open to collaborations because, you know, at, at, you know, in in the moment where I'm collaborating with someone, um, I want to know what he or she can bring into the vibe, you know. Yeah. As far as you know, you know what the energy. I, I want that. I want that different vibe because that's what that's what makes the collaboration interesting to me. And that's a point. That's the whole point of collaborating, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, so uh, why, why do you think, how were you able to get all these people to work with you at the same time? You know, you, you work with someone from the roads, then Robert Glasper's uh, experiment. What what brought, what do you think brought them, you know, to working with you? Yeah, interesting question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a similar taste in music, you know. Maybe it's just like that we celebrate um, a similar style or, you know, you have always these these moments in music where you, yeah. you're like, whoa, this is really cool. And then um, like on a concert, for example, you feel that everybody's feeling that in, in this moment right now. Yeah. And I think um, if somebody feels the same moments as special moments, um, same moment as you feel um that's a really uh, a really deep bond i think i think you know musical taste is such a is such an important thing um and it brings so many people together so i think i think this is the reason why i was able to work with the with these guys because we have a quite similar taste probably like on a in on a um you know on a, on a big uh, picture. So, you know, uh, which is a good thing to have though, because you had put out one album, right? Mm-hmm. 
And are you I put out one, one album in the end of 2018 and then um, from there I, I released uh, a couple of singles until now. You know, how, how has the journey been, do you think like uh, in terms of like when you had your album and as far as uh, 2020 goes, what do, you feel, mm-hmm. what do you feel has grown different with you and your process of how you make music? Um, you mean from the first album until now? Yeah, like from, from the music you made on the first album which is mm-hmm. 2018 and then it's now two years and you've worked uh, on singles and worked with different ah, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. how do you how what do you think you 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 are doing differently now and what have you learned along that way that's a really good question actually um it's a little bit hard to answer i would just say it's it's a lot of personal change and it's that personal change that reflects in the music i would say i'm more um I know more who I am as an artist, whereas uh, back in 2018, it was really hard for me to figure that out and also to communicate that to the label I worked with back then and to my, to my manager I worked with, with back then because um, they had a little bit something, they had something a little bit different in mind of who I was as an artist than what I felt I was. And, and I had a hard time to articulate who I really am and through through that experience I feel like I came a little closer to who I really am as a musician and um, and that makes it more easy to me uh, for me to put that into a musical context you know so so the music I, I do right now I produce right now feels feels yeah in a way more authentic because I just don't I just know a little bit more uh who i am <laughs> yeah and, and and as far as when you're making the music right and and you being authentic and you mm-hmm. uh, when you're writing the song or when you're approaching any any project how much do you think you you let of you out there like when you're writing a song let's say how much of you be, uh, becomes part of that song as far as uh you know sharing uh, an experience that you have and being authentic how far can you go in terms of sharing an experience you've had in the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would say um, I share a lot in my songs, but it's it's in a way that's not so obvious. So many people write about you know love stories or you know um, certain certain experiences they had, like really specific. And um, I'm more about you know my my thought is there are so many people who who talk about their concrete um, um, experiences that there's no need for anybody else to tell you know yeah that's that's the thought that's that's the background for this but I try to share insights more than my actual stories so I, I try more to share what I what I learned from certain experiences and I try to put that into the songs okay. so um, so to, to get a message in my song you have to to read between the lines kind of Because uh, I always try to to put a deeper meaning into each song because yeah to me that's the point of writing lyrics kind of I want to share something I um, you know I realized yeah that's my thing so so in that sense it's really personal but also it's um, it's it's, it's not good. you don't know a lot of about my life. You leave, it, you leave it for interpretations being subjective on the person that listens to it. 
yes i want everybody to um to be able to to um to hear what my realization was but it's not it's not necessary to tell the whole story behind it i just want the realization to 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 percolate down i don't know if this is a word but <laughs> <laughs> we shall make it here <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but but do, do, do you know do you know what i mean do you understand Yeah, yeah, it's more. It's a little of, bit hard to articulate, but yeah, it's, it's more of sharing uh, an experience. But then you don't have to overall make it about yourself. You let it uh, resonate with people, so that even people that have gone through a certain experience can listen and own the song and feel like it's their experience. But it is your experience. You only left it for them to fill in uh, the gaps in between and see where they fit in terms of how they interpret it, how they interpret what you're giving to them. Yes, totally. For example, for example, my last single, Wrong Lane, it's about, um, you know, I say, come with me into the wrong lane and stuff like that. And I'm talking actually about, um, like, leaving the mainstream, the mainstream, actually. Um, and, like, just, just go your own way. And everybody knows in his heart what his own way is, like, what, what he wants to do from the heart. Um, But in this song, for example, I don't talk about a specific way, you know, I don't talk about my way per se. It's just like, I want to give the possibility of like, hey, you can, you can choose to leave the mainstream and just like do your own thing, find your own style of life, you know, yes. that's what I'm trying to say there. You're sparking the conversation. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talked about Wrong, uh, wrong Lane. That's the song we are going to talk about. Uh, how, first of all, you know, great song. I like the song. Thank you so much. Thank you. Even, even before we get to the Legends partner, even the way, the way you did the song and the video, I like the idea of, and the concept of the video. Yeah, actually, the, cool. the, the outside of you tells me, tells me about that when we get to the video and how it was. I don't know if you are involved in the in making of the video, but the video is very artistic. Thanks so much. I mean... Like the the producers and the directors of the video, they they will love to hear that. They really they they put a lot of energy and time in there, and um, yeah, they they're really grateful to hear that. I'll I'll tell them. Yeah. <laughs> so so you talk to me about you know uh, how did how do you get Snoop Dogg onto your on onto your single that is Wrong Lane that we are going to be because we are premiered on the show before but we're going to be playing again today and you shall be talking about that so talk to mm -hmm. me about the decision to get Snoop Dogg on are you still with the label you talked about that you had worked with on the first album no no I'm not actually it was just for the first album and it was it was Warner it was the jazz department of Warner because my music was a little bit more jazz influenced back then and um, now it's a little bit more pop hip hop influenced kind of So I, and um, we decided to separate. So I'm I'm independent at the moment. So how, how does an independent artist get Snoop Dogg on the album on the song? Tell me about that. Yeah, that's a, that's really a, a great question. <laughs> 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 it's it's actually I can tell you it's it's all about um, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really hard to tell actually. I mean I I was just really lucky. I, I just had the right circumstances, actually. I started working with a manager um, like one and a half year ago, and then it turned out he was um, he was traveling around America a lot in the 90s. And then he um, he was backstage all the time on Wu-Tang uh, Wu Clan shows. And he knows the guys from Wu-Tang Clan. 
Yes, definitely. <laughs> and uh, and you know that cosmos uh, cosmos is always is also very, very small in a way. So um, so there was also the A and R of Snoop Dogg hanging around there. So my manager knew the A and R of Snoop Dogg, and then. Then last summer he told me, "Hey, you can, you could get a, a feature with Snoop Dogg. What do you think about it?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, why not? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's do it." Yeah. So, um, so that's how it happened actually. And it was, it was not, um, you know, it was not an idea. And then we tried to, we we tried really hard to get him on the song, but it was like just happening from the circumstances. And then I was really happy about that, of course. And he and he 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 knocked that out very well. And you got the classic Snoop Dogg girl. A lot of people don't get him these <laughs> days, though. <laughs> yeah. really you, know, nice. you, you got the Snoop Dogg of sensual seduction. You know that's that's the Snoop Dogg you got. And a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like that these days. You know, these days he keeps on you know changing here and there. You know, but. Uh, yeah. You got you got him on the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also felt like the vibe really fits, like the the vibe of his verse fits really well into the into the vibe um, of the overall song, and I'm really happy about that. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, as we get to you know to, to wrap up uh, with the wrong lane, uh, what are you building towards, or are you still trying to give us more of the singles or? What do you have in the works? Do you have like, is there a project you're building towards, or for the moment we can just chill out and just enjoy the singles? No, actually, there's coming more definitely. First of all, I have these, I have these hoodies. I don't know if you can see. I have yeah. these hoodies, and they're going into uh, into my shop in the next days, so people can buy these hoodies right now. It's it's wrong lane hoodies and t-shirts. <laughs> give, give them the and, um, the and sorry. Give them the plug. What is the website? Yeah, the website is. Uh, leonaberlin.com and there's there's a shop and like tomorrow um, the shop will be um, like there will be also the hoodies and the t-shirts in the shop but right right now it's not in there but tomorrow it's the day that um, yeah the hoodie sale will start and um, and then I also have another single coming up to remix of this of this song it's wrong lane chill chill edit oh okay 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 yeah definitely and two weeks from now there's another remix with um with a really cool um keyboard player from la featured on it he plays a solo in the end i don't know if you've heard of uh, rob arujo Rudro? rob arujo i don't know he's a he's a guy um from la and he's featured on that next single that's coming out that's coming oh. up coming out in two weeks yes so so tomorrow there's this chill edit there's the this version of a wrong lane which is called chill edit and then two weeks from now there's another remix of wrong lane which is called underground edit and then after after this there will come um more singles actually i've thought about putting out an album but i decided to drop single by single yeah we are in so, a era. sorry we are in a single era you know people are in the stream yes right? yeah yeah singles <laughs> yeah actually i i love albums more in in a way you know because you have the it's it's like one piece of art yeah kind of especially when you uh, do a cohesive project yeah yeah totally yeah. but um but yeah i got a like um 
adapt to the situation, kind of. So I'm dropping single by single, and um, the next single is scheduled for the the beginning of December, but uh, no exact date yet. Yo, guess what? When whenever anything comes out, you know what to do now. <laughs> I know what to do, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, we, we. Thank you, man. And uh, as we get to wrap up, you know, we are waiting for more singles from you. Of course, you know, it's hard to put out an album during this time. Also, you, you know, because of the pandemic, you can't you can't know. Yeah when you can do anything, whether you're going to tour or going to travel or do any live shows. Speaking of live shows, you did a good live show that people need to check out. The, the, the recording, I think, is on YouTube also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people should go and check out that at the tennis tournament that you did. People should check out that performance. Ah, I think I think the tennis tournament is actually not on YouTube. Why did It's just... On, in, it's, on just um, it's on Instagram. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Instagram. Yeah, go to Leona Berlin's Instagram, guys. Uh, give them their your show so your socials so that they can uh, check you out and uh, know and and they're up to date whenever you have new projects out. Yeah, so my main channel is actually Instagram. I put everything on there as soon as I have info and stuff. Um, and you can find me uh, under just Leona Berlin. Like yeah, just in one word, Leona Berlin. Yeah. Yes, and by the way, Berlin is my real name. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't call myself Berlin because I'm from Germany, but um, it's my real name. So I, I just wanted to make that clear because it seems like so weird in a way. You know, a German, a German girl, German singer who calls herself Berlin. I want to, I want to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's like yeah, it's it's my birth name, Berlin. I want to meet your parents so they can let they can try to get us to understand why they chose to call you Berlin. <laughs> I mean, their name is Berlin. You know, it's a last name. So oh, I don't know. <laughs> we need to meet the, the, the other generation they, before them. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's difficult though. <laughs> yeah. So they need to let us know, but uh, it's been great talking to you and uh, it's fun. So you, you, you have to introduce the song. So guys, uh, now, Listen to my new single. It's called Wrong Lane featuring Snoop Dogg. Enjoy. Come with me.